please. Oh, uh, Houston, we've had a problem. We've had a main B bus undervolt. Roger, main B undervolt. Okay, stand by 13, we're looking at it. Welcome to Positive Arse Talks, hosted by Mike. The show that talks all things Arsenal, looking to build a positive relationship amongst the fans and players. Grab your cup of tea and stick around with me. It's Thursday, March 4th, 2021, episode 19. Climbing up the Arsenal. Welcome to episode number 19. I apologize for the delay in getting this episode out as one was supposed to come out last Thursday, but work has gotten a little crazy. I didn't really give any updates. It's still shut off on Twitter. I mean, I don't even know what to say about that. They just can't give me a solution. I'm not going to pay some guy on Reddit to give me his phone number just so I can access that Twitter account again to let them know that I am not a robot. I don't know how to anymore emails I need to send and stuff. I don't know what the case is. It keeps telling me that my phone number is already used with the personal account, so I can't use it with the uh, positive arse man one. I don't get it. I don't know. I I mean, I'm the same person controlling two accounts, you know? But, uh, yeah, whatever. We'll get to that eventually. I'm hoping by next year, like I've already said in prior plans, that once I have a PZ set up and I can get some, uh, more microphones, the camera, the webcam, all that stuff. You can start having friends over as well. We can just start doing like live streams where it doesn't have to be me talking to you through your phone, your car, your headphones. You can see my face. I mean, not the brightest sight to see, but it's something, right? <laughs> I mean, you gotta know I'm just some random guy from the state of Pennsylvania, you know, Mike, <laughs> positive arse, Mike, <laughs> uh, well, today's topics include discussing our 25th and 26th English Premier League games against Manchester City and Leicester, as well as our second round of 32 tie game against Benfica in the Europa League, and let's get right into it, so we will talk about these games According to the dates that they were played, so it will be Man City, Benfica, and then Leicester. The starting lineup against Manchester City looked as such. We had Bern Leno and Nett. Played a 4-2-3-1 with, um, well, Rob Holding was on the field, but Hector Beller was playing right back. Rob Holding was beside him as a right center back. Pablo Marie was at left center back, and we had Kieran Tierney playing left back. In the two center defensive mid-rolls, we had Mohamed Elneny and Granite Xhaka, and in the three we had Pepe, Odegaard, and Saka, and Aubameyang was playing up top. Let's get right into the game. So in the first minute, uh, on the right-hand side, or left, whatever you want to call it, because Kieran Tierney was watching him, marking him, but Mares was able to play across while moving toward the middle of our goal somehow found Sterling in between Bellerin and Holding to win a header. Sterling somehow got up and won that header, and, you know, Holding needs to just jump at the balls. He was marking him, right? He has no clue where he is in that situation, but Man City are up 1-0. 
obviously from this point on, if you watch the game, it gets boring from this point, but we will bring up some talking points that I wrote down. In the 18th minute, there was a nice bit of exchange play between Kieran Tierney and Saka, but when Saka received the ball back from the 1-2, he ended up kicking it all, but it was offsides. That could have been a nice chance. I feel like if it didn't hit him, it might have rolled into the back of the net, but oh well, I have to move on from that in the 30th minute. We saw Kieran Tierney had a shot for, uh, on goal. I mean, I thought that he could have pulled it back and slipped the ball into space for soccer personally, but hey, I like the audacity. In the 44th minute, we saw Pepe found a great ball into the box for Bellerin, but he wasn't expecting the ball back. And the defender that was running from behind Bellerin was able to get to the ball first. And because the ball was just kind of left there open, Pepe picked it up, the rebound, and was able to try and take a shot, but it went wide. In the 56th minute, we saw a great save from Bern Leno and Gundogan's shot to keep it level 1-0. In the 73rd minute, uh, I don't know what happened here, but uh, Joe Cancelo, the Man City defender, midfielder, whatever you want to call him, because he's always playing like midfield now, right? But Joe Cancelo, he played a strange ball back to Ederson in the air. I mean... I don't even know why you would be passing the ball back in this area, but Ederson was able to clear the ball out, right, uh, on a one-time boot, but he was, like, right up on the line. As he kicked it out, and then he was able to pick up that ball around the 25-yard area from the central 18-yard box, and he took a one-time shot that went, just left of the goal. I mean, I like it. I like the first time shot, but that was just strange. I mean, I would have taken an own goal if Patterson kicked it into his own net, but yeah. 80th minute, we got lucky since Kinsella had a clear open net to make it 2-0, but he shot wide with the outside of his right foot trying to curl it in. Um, It was a moment where Rob Holding's head got blasted by Kinsella's knee because he slipped on the ground, and Kinsella was able to run through. I think he gave the ball to Gondwan or Gabriel Jesus, one of the two. They were to find the ball back towards Kinsella, and he was wide open. He, I mean, if he would have kicked it with his left foot, that would have been a goal. So, hey, we'll take it. But, yeah, that's pretty much how the game ended there. <clears throat> Let me bring up my lineup here for the Europa League. One football. But second cup tie against Benfica. And this is how the lineup looked as such. We had Bern Leno in net. Hector Bellerin playing right back. David Luiz, center right back. Gabriel Magalhães, he was playing left center back. And Kieran Tierney at the left back position. We were playing a 4-2-3-1. And in the two center defensive mid-rolls, we had Granit Xhaka and Danny Ceballos. And starting from right to left, we had Saka. Odegaard, and Smith-Rowe. Man, those are three names that I hope I can continue saying into next year, but if that 80 million price tag is real for Odegaard, no thanks. You can keep him, Real Madrid. I would say maybe like 30-ish mil is something uh, I would pay for him, but that's not what we're talking about here. And we had Aubameyang up top. In the 10th minute, Granit Xhaka took a shot from about 30 yards out. It just bounced at the keeper. Nothing really crazy, but I don't know. One of the right something to talk about, right? Because that was in the 10th minute. Uh, 20th minute, 
Saka went toward the center of the pitch and created space in between two defenders for Aubameyang to run behind. And he played the ball for Aubameyang, but chipped it over the goal. He's going to make it 1-0 to the Arsenal. Uh, not much, just kind of up and down, uh, 20th until the 43rd minute, which was the next note that I had, and Benfica had a free kick right outside of the 18-yard box on the left side, and oh my, I mean, I think it was the goal of the day when I was watching it, they have that, uh, CBS All Access Golasso show, I'm pretty sure my stepfather was listening to it, and I heard it in the other room, and all I hear is, oh, the, the net, like, Oh, I that was such a nice free kick. Diogo Goncalves, I think is his name. If I butchered it, sorry. He came up and smashed it in the top left corner to make it 1-1. I mean, what a shot. That was just phenomenal. But, yeah, first half ended shortly after that. I got up and down, but in the 61st minute, we saw Benfica cleared the ball, and Danny Ceballos was there all alone, kind of, and able to try and receive it. Well, he ended up trying to head it back toward Leno without realizing that Rafa Silva was right behind him, and he beat Leno to the ball to make it 2-1 for Benfica. I mean, that's just poor from Ceballos, and I'm pretty sure he was subbed immediately after, which rightfully so, right? But now to come the good news. In the 67th minute, Tierney played William down the line and started making a run toward net. William passed the ball to Kieran Tierney was able to beat his man and smash the ball into the back of the net on the right side. We're tied again at 2-2, but because Benfica were playing the away match, we still needed another goal to win because they were up on two away goals due to the aggregate of the Europa League. In the 87th minute, well, we got our wish. Honestly, when I saw the KT scored, I was like, this game can't be over. Well, soon enough, Odegaard found Saka on the right wing, and Saka took on his man and decided to go toward the center with his left foot and was able to cross the ball into Alba's run at the back post, and Alba finished with a header to make it 3-2, and we win the game shortly after that. And we'll get into the last match here. Let me pull up my Premier League, please. Thank you. Okay. And Lesser on 2-28. Last day of February, by the way. But, uh, we got our first game of March coming up on Saturday. But, let's get into the lineup. So, Arsenal had burnt Leno in net. Cedric Suarez was playing right back. David Luiz was playing right center back. Pablo Marie, left center back. And Kieran Tierney as left back. The center defensive mids were Mohamed Elneny and Granit Xhaka. And from right to left in three... Above them, too, was Nicholas Pepe, Emil Smith-Rowe, and William. And then up top, we had Lacazette. And let's go right into it. So, in the fifth minute, Tielemans was able to win the ball on the line on the right side for Tielemans, but the left side for us against Tierney and Shaka. Well, because the ball didn't go out of bounds, it looked like Shaka kind of backed off of that area, and there was enough space for Tielemans to run into, and once he got to the 18-yard box, he beat Leno with a shot to the far left post. And Leicester were up 1-0. I mean, for whatever reason, our defense just kept backing off, and it didn't make sense, but yeah, got to move on from that. 
got to start contesting people. If you want to fail someone, I'm okay with it. I mean, I mean, not that you should fail people, right? But if it's one for the team and you're going to get that yellow or something because you tugged a shirt or pulled him down, let's make sure it's not a goal-scoring opportunity. You know, if you're the last man back, don't do it. We don't need that red shot. Or red card. Not red shot, though. In the 21st minute, we saw Harvey Barnes almost scored a rocket. I mean, I heard the smack come off of Leno's hand, so that had to have been hard. In the 39th minute, Pepe won a free kick outside of the 18-yard box on the right side right. Well, William came up to take the free kick and played an excellent ball into the middle that Luis was able to finish with his head, and we're level at 1-1. And right before the end of the first half, at the 45th plus 2 minutes... Extended time. Arsenal won a penalty kick off of Pepe's shot that he took. Then DD blocked with his extended arm in the box. And Lacazette came out to take the penalty kick and then smashed it into the back of the net to make it 2 1. First half pretty much ended after that. And shortly into the second half, in the 52nd minute, we saw Pepe dribble the ball. Down the middle and found Odegaard, who played a fast one-time ball to William on the byline. William was able to get a touch to it, and the ball was just left at the six-yard box for Pepe to tap it in, and Arsenal up 3-1 in the 71st minute. I just wanted to point out that William broke Castagna's ankles. I mean, I think he did like a one little heel click, because he sensed him running in one area, and woo! I don't know what was going on with that field or if his studs got glued to the um, grass or whatever you want to call it, but I felt bad. I thought that he broke his ankle or something. But yeah, just wanted to raise awareness. <laughs> In the 82nd minute, Tierney almost scored a half volley. Screamer, I mean, I would have been going crazy for that. It's one of my favorite players on the team. Deserves to be captain at some point, at least in my eyes. In the 87th minute, Aubameyang was on the field for a short amount of time and almost had a goal. He beat his man to the right and just missed slightly wide, right? And in the 90th plus 6, Soyuncu crossed into the middle and Iannaccio, wide open, missed right in front of the net. We were lucky to go away with it at 3-1 still, but that's it. We won the match, right? 3-1. I uh, just want to confirm here, where are we at in standings? Plus, today just made things weird. Uh, we haven't played in a while. We're sitting in 10th after today on March 4th, 2021 at precisely 6.16 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as I record this show. We have 37 points. We have a 7 goal differential. And... Yeah, we've played 26 matches so far out of some people who have played their 27th today. Or the past few days. Whatever it was. You know, uh, no, because Lester just played the other day. Uh, I'm confusing this for myself. But, yes, we're sitting in 10th, uh, one match behind uh, anyone that's played 27. So, yeah, we have time to make up those points. We're sitting at 37. In fourth place right now, which was Chelsea today after defeating Liverpool with their 27th match, are sitting in fourth with 47 points. So you figure our next match is coming up against Burnley in the Premier League this uh, Saturday, right? 
we got three points from there. We're only seven points behind fourth, and anything could really happen. I mean, there's still 11 more matches from the 27 that would be needed to be played. But, you know, we'll see what happens there. In conclusion, no one can stop City. I mean, I'm really proud of the boys to keep it so close as they did. I'm really proud of them after what they did against Benfica. We went down 2-1, especially with the two away goals and aggregate because we only had one. The fact that they came back to win 3-2 and get us to the next round, we needed that. We needed that lift and spirits, and I'm pretty sure that that had to do with all the momentum going into our 3-1 win against Leicester, who are currently sitting in third place, so that's why I say anything's possible. I mean, any of those guys could lose at any given moment themselves and they drop points and we keep earning we just got to keep building up this momentum all i care about is we need to finish above spurs that's my only concern that's the only thing i care about right now if we can finish above liverpool that's cool if we somehow get into a europa league spot with uh fifth place that would be nice too and we're down by nine points as of right now because we're on the same matches played as Everton, who are currently sitting there. But, again, anything can happen. I mean, those guys could lose soon. Uh, West Ham might drop points. Liverpool continue to drop points. Tottenham are shit. What? <laughs> uh, I gotta throw it out there, right? But, yeah, I mean, anything's possible. First match against Olympiacos in the round of 16 will be next Thursday, right? We'll see what happens there. That's hey, that's redemption for us. That's we're going bad. We're we're we can't let them kick us out again this year. Can't let those Greeks do that to us Englishmen. Us fine, classy Englishmen. I'm American. Speak English. <laughs> uh, well, that's it for me, my my listeners, whoever's still out there with me, family members, friends, strangers, whoever you are, wherever you are. Thank you. And as always, the show notes will have places where you can follow me. See all the episodes on Pinecast for positive arts talks and all the different social media applications remove twitter but yeah i guess that's it for me love and light my friends so come on you gunners so kiss 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 so